When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, I love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I am uh, shirtless right now, displaying my Illinois tattoo across my belly, just like uh, Adam Levine in Maroon 5. In order for us to do this podcast today, I just I wanted to be shirtless so that you could all admire in person how great I look. I don't know if I could focus. I mean, it's like too much sexiness in my face. And it's going to be hard, but uh, <laughs> let's do the tangent. It's Fred and Angie's The Tangent, giving you all the sh- we couldn't talk about on air. In fact, there's a, uh, I, uh, if you come up and touch my chest, there's like a Braille element to it. I can't, like it's, I can't. Uh, what? I can't touch yeah. greatness. I don't know. Yeah, no, no, you, <laughs> it's too hot. You it up with keels. And I want to burn my hands. Fire. There's no such thing as too much hotness, Angie. It's all just right here in front of you. I want you just to take it in. Uh, and if, mm. if for some reason you don't know what I'm talking about, if you go to my uh, Instagram, Fred on Air, then you can see it there. Uh, it is my is my tribute to Illinois, the state that I love. Uh, just the same as Adam <laughs> Levine had his tribute to California that was in your face, in your living room, mm. uh, during the Super Bowl halftime show. How is everyone today? Good morning. Fabulous. Uh, we're here doing the tangent. Um, I saw this article. This is uh, Aisha Curry. So this is Steph Curry's wife, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's talking about... Um, about putting her marriage before her kids. Now I'm not a married guy, so maybe this is maybe I'm out of bounds for saying this. Or look at me, I'm quoting Guy Fieri now. Maybe, maybe I'm out of bounds. Maybe, maybe I should go back to uh, I should go back to Flavortown, and I shouldn't even be commenting on this. But it, for some reason, this resonates with me because I think she's right. She's and absolutely I, I, right. And I feel like people talk about this all the time. You'll, you'll hear people say um, in these scandals, in, you know, with celebrities, politicians, I've heard it said before. In fact, I, I can remember this talk show that I was listening to like 10 years ago and somebody called in and some governor was cheating on his wife and his wife said, well, I'm going to stay with him and support him because I put our, our family first and, and our kids need a, you know, a family unit and all this stuff. And I remember some guy calls into this talk show and he was like, let me tell you something. She's got it all wrong. You got to put your relationship first mm-hmm. and the kids second. And nobody wants to say that out loud because it doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound like the thing that you're supposed to say. You're supposed to say that my kids are the most important thing um, in your life. But really, if the partnership at the top 
if it's not sound, if it's not being, you know, serviced first and foremost, then everything else I feel like is going to start to fall apart or could. That's true. And the kids aren't going to have as good of a life or whatever. And so I've argued with people about this before. And it's like, well, no, you know, once you have kids and your kids are the most important thing. And I, I totally agree with her, with her sentiment that her marriage comes first. I don't think that that means that you don't care about your kids. No, I, I think everything falls into place. If your marriage is happy, if, you know, you have two people that are super happy, functioning, there's love, you know, there's um, fun, that it creates an environment for your children to be happy as well. The whole house, you know, if it's, if it's bad and it's falling apart, shit trickles down. And kids know when things are tense, even if you think that you guys are fighting in private or, you know, that, that the kids aren't old enough to understand, we... I'm going back to my own childhood. I'd triggered. Um, we know, like, you know, kids know when mom and dad are not getting along. They can feel tension. They can read a room better than you would think. So I absolutely agree with that. I mean, chances are if the marriage is happy, the whole family's happy. I don't know. Yes. I could see myself putting my kids first. <laughs> I, don't, I can't imagine putting anything above your kids. I don't, well, it, see, sounds, like it, it depends, it, I think, on the circumstance and the way you're saying it, too, though. Yeah. You know, like, no, of course I, I your kids you. come first for most things in life but um a lot of times people will say well i'm staying in this for my kids i'm staying in this marriage for my kids even though the marriage is crappy you're not doing a service to your kids that way yeah i definitely wouldn't do that but i don't know marriages can break up and your kids are forever i don't know i just it seems weird to me to say that but would your marriage break up potentially if you were as focused or as focused on the marriage as you should be right you know making it the priority and again if you ask my mom the most important thing in her life, she's going to tell you it's it's my sister and I. Mm-hmm. And, and my and she jokes about how my dad comes second. I mean, they've been married for almost, well, more than 30 years. They've been married for 30 years. So so they're doing fine, you know, but I, I sometimes I wonder if she really means that. Like, I wonder if push came to shove, if, well, you know, she wouldn't prioritize her marriage if it were in peril that, because yeah. it would benefit us. That's what I'm saying. It depends on the circumstances. When I when I say, like, the marriage is more important than the kids, if there was a choice, like, you know, if somebody's threatening to throw my kid or my husband off off a building, like, bye, husband, sorry, my kid comes first in that situation. But if, you know, it's date night, my husband and I are going out for a date, and my kid is like, oh, mom, I want you to stay home, I want to spend time, I gotta go with my husband, we need date night, we need to be, mm-hmm. make sure that we're taking care of this relationship, too. I mean, I'm sorry, husband's gonna come first that night. She talks about this, this is a quote from her, putting ourselves, talking about um, having a successful marriage, being in the spotlight, whatever, and I'm, and I'm going to the middle of one of her quotes, but it says, putting ourselves first and making sure that we have time for date nights and for each other. It's been very important yeah. as, hard as, it, as hard as it is because when you become a parent, you want to put your kids first, and we do, but we do it second to our relationship because ultimately when our relationship is good, the kids are happy and they're thriving and our family life is good. We have to put that into perspective and realize that it's not us being selfish. It's making sure that we set a strong foundation. And I totally agree. I mean, how, how far secondary are you really putting your kids if you put your marriage first? I mean, it's not like it's like, well, marriage, and then, well, I got to make sure I, right. uh, you know, feed my alcoholism, and then, no, uh, yeah, no. well, my, yeah, yeah. my sex addiction, and I then, think, oh, I got to yeah. make sure I go shopping, and then, oh, then my kids are way down here. I feel like, you The know, statement can sound harsh if, if it's not in the right context. If you're talking about making sure you're preserving your date nights, making sure that you're prioritizing that, it, it doesn't mean that you're neglecting your child. Well, because how many times do you hear... 
um, well, you know, uh, I came home and I wanted to do X, Y, Z, but I couldn't because we were too tired, you know, from this and that and taking care of the kids. And, then, and, and not to say that's not a real thing, but if you don't put the effort then to like saying, well, we're tired, but we're still going to make time for ourselves, whether it is a date night or whether it is spending time together or communicating. I mean, then it just becomes this slippery slope of you never have the time and you never have the energy. And, you know, weeks become months, become years. I mean, and again, this is just my observation from people I know who are married because I've never done it. But um, you're yeah. right. It sounds and, it, it doesn't sound good to say, right. no, my kids are the second thing in my life. But it makes perfect sense. Well, also, there, and a lot of times what can happen, too, is if you just put your pour your whole life into every one of your kids activities what they're doing what they're feeling like driving this and you're not paying attention to that relationship these kids go away to college at some point now you're sitting in a house with a stranger or somebody that's been a roommate for the last 18 years and now you got to figure out how to have a relationship with this person after all this time and who knows you know where you guys are at at that point look at Aisha Curry man look at her speaking the truth today but what i want to know is where do you make time for the girlfriend uh, and the boyfriend, like, is that, do they become the third priority then? Or like, how do you, how do you work them into the game? Cause you can't, they get, you them. know what? They get in where they fit in. Yeah. <laughs> they you, get you in where they fit in. <laughs> you can't neglect the, uh, the boyfriend or the girlfriend in this scenario. I mean, come on. Um, I also want to bring up the, uh, the photo, the very sexy photo that I referenced at the beginning of our podcast today, uh, because it's very timely. Uh, that I took of myself with my Illinois tattoo. Many of you don't know the pride that I have for our state, I, I, the land of Lincoln. I, I wanted it to say the <laughs> land of Lincoln on my chest as well, but I, I just went for Illinois, uh, you know, just for simplistic purposes. But Adam Levine and I have that in common. A lot of people don't know that. You guys have that. so much in common. I mean, the ta- the musical talent, the tattoo, you both um, bang but, exclusively supermodels. Well, yeah. exclusively. Exclusively mm-hmm. supermodels. That's yeah, it's, it. tr- it's incredible. My sister, uh, my sister sent me a meme this morning of, of Adam Levine shirtless and a Chipotle bag side by side. Saw that. <laughs> And it, <laughs> like that's where he got his inspo, Chipotle bag. Um, but I, I just want to say that I, I'm actually very pleased because I, I we were joking around and I was like, it, it, we were watching it as a family and we had some people over, believe it or not. I did all this in front of like family and friends. We're watching the Super Bowl and it's like California, wow, like right across Adam Levine's belly. He's very very proud. And somebody was like, well, you have Illinois, don't you? I'm like, ah, uh, duh. And so we, um, I take my shirt off, and my mom, of all people, uses lipstick to uh, draw Illinois on my belly. And we take the picture, and it was all such a good idea in the moment. And I post a picture, and then I think, should I have even done that? Because I just opened myself up to all the assholes on the Internet. And <laughs> if given the opportunity, anyone's going to pick on you and find some flaw. And while I am not the least bit dissatisfied with the way that I look, I look at that picture. And I think, well, I could probably be 20 pounds skinnier and I could probably look different. And people are going to think I put that up there because I want them to comment on my body positively. And it had nothing to do with that. It was just a cultural reference to what I had just seen on TV. But I got to say, I was pretty pleased at the um, the minimal lack of dickhead comments. It was it was pretty minimal. The people who felt the need to uh, to call me fat. I feel like you know. Fred, nobody. No one's calling you fat. No, those no one's intention. I don't think. Like when I saw that, I'm not gonna lie. I laughed my ass off because I didn't see that coming from you. I did not expect that. That was a stroke of genius that you came up yes, with. I wish I would have come yeah, up with that. How did you think of that? I was dying. Yeah. Well, but uh, I, you, some, go ahead. No, no. Somebody called me Gordo, and but again, it was like two or three. Of those comments versus, you know, hundreds of other people who took it for what it was, which was I was 
I wasn't, wasn't even looking wasn't, at your body. I was looking at the picture above your head of your, <laughs> yeah, of, uh, your of your frohawk. <laughs> that's that, that's a whole other conversation. Let's talk about the picture from 20 years ago that my parents still have over their televisions. And Amazing. that's another thing you got to realize. It wasn't my home. It's my parents' house, which I think somewhat excuses the old family photo. It'd be a little weird if it were in my house. Um, no, it'd be record. awesome if it were. And I think that shows... Who your mom puts first in her marriage. She puts you first because you're hanging above the TV. So every time she's looking at the TV, she can just look up and go, oh. But where I was where I was going with is well two ways one uh, uh, embarrassing family photos that exist and and what you're doing in them and we may have to revisit re- revisit this on the air this week and the second thing was the thing I brought up uh, towards the end of the show on Monday which is the mama bear factor because the few people who were saying shitty things about me apparently my mom unbeknownst to me has taken it to uh, her own Instagram account to then go and clap back on the people who are criticizing her 38 year old son which I think is kind of funny and I. I just I wonder how many people out there have parents who, even in adulthood, are incredibly defensive over their children. Not that very many people's kids have, you know, public jobs, but I wonder how, like, how does, um, I don't know, Anthony Rizzo or Chris Bryant or, um, you know, you name it. How, how do these, like, pro athletes' parents, how do they do it? Or how do you do it when your kid's, like, a famous actor and gets panned in a movie, like, how, what would prevent you from, like, lashing out on these people? It's just part of the deal, you know? It's part of the deal. They're grown-ups, you know? They got to fight their own fights. If that were me that posted the picture, my mom would have trolled me. She would have been, like, fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's she, awful. She wouldn't have, she wouldn't have like, what? she wouldn't have gone after the trolls. She would have been I one of the trolls. I don't think she would have. She would have gotten a fake Instagram that. account, like a Finsta, just so she could troll me. <laughs> she wouldn't have done that. No. No, I just wonder not. what that's like. Like if uh, you I get don't know, defensive, like if- of course. I mean, I'm sure. Um, you know, when my daughter's 14, I'm sure when she's 24, I'm still going to be defensive if I find out somebody like if her boss is picking on her at work, or <laughs> you know, if a, bo- a boyfriend does her dirty, I'm going to be super defensive. I'm sure I'll want to like always defend that's her. Gotta be, that's got to be hard. But uh, watch out because you come after me, and Mama Fred Ooh. will. She she will cut a bitch. She really will. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> She, but I thought that was funny. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't gone to look. But somebody texted me and said, "Your mom is going after all the haters." And I'm, and apparently she herself went on her iPad. I'm not even. I didn't know she knew how to use Instagram. Um, she can barely print stuff out. But apparently she knows how to get on there and defend her son's honor yes. from a stupid picture that I took. She wants to smoke, uh, Fred. I love it. She's, she's probably a, mad she's at you for one. not giving her credit on the uh, the artwork, though. You should at least tag <laughs> yeah. her in there. <laughs> well, I think it's funny that people were so fascinated by that. I'm like, don't, don't, does nobody have photos in their, in their parents' home from, you know, long ago? I mean, I feel like, I feel like everybody's house I, I go that, to, they've got uh, yeah. family pictures from the past. I think it's just the, the, the scale of that photo uh, and the placement right above the TV was what was even funnier, though. I mean, that's a huge picture. It's a big picture. We should recreate it. That was a good idea. But don't uh, don't all you guys have uh, mm-hmm. oil painted murals of your bu- and and busts of of you guys in your parents' home? Uh, Not really. Don't don't all of you have like a Hall of Fame bronze mm-hmm. bust in the in the entryway of your home, uh, like my sister and I have in our house in Arizona? No. Um, yeah, my mom like does. Like a full a full sculpted bust. Don't doesn't everybody have yeah, that? Probably of your sister, Paulina. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm yeah. Right there. Oh, you right. Oh, oh, yeah. She took me off there like four years ago. She took me off. That's dirty. Marta said, I don't fuck with you. Took me off. Oh, man.
Rufio, you just Damn, dug Rufio. deep on that. Down to the white meat. Uh, <laughs> you know what? On that note, I think that this tangent episode is over. Uh, thank you for listening. Be sure, and I don't know. Uh, you, you would think I would know how to do this by now since it's our podcast. I think you can subscribe. I don't know if you can like or I don't know how the hell this thing works, but just do all those things like match the like if there's one, subscribe to the thing, listen to all of them. I don't know. Let us know wh- what you like about it, what you don't like on uh, on our social and on fredangie.com and, and we'll do more. So thank you for listening to The Tangent. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.